like you said, you need the anthology. The first thing you have is your unconscious. You realize it's work, and you have to sever the knowledge that you've woken up from the unconscious. The knowledge is not anywhere else. The damage you do to your mind, that both go together, and then in the long set, long run, the order doesn't matter. of the preaching. 
changes based on God's word. And so we do not come to God and we say, God, I need to change. We come to our resistant heart and keep on knocking until we open ourselves up for the Holy Spirit. And once we have opened ourselves up for the Holy Spirit to work in our hearts, then we will also experience such a God, a day-keeper and a personal God, a God who is out there someplace, a God who doesn't touch their hearts, a God who doesn't involve himself in their lives. The God of heaven on earth reveals himself as a living covenant God. He does not live apart from man in some obscure corner of the universe as modern man may think. He is alive. And he is actively involved in his creation. The following Lord's Day will deal with the creation of God as the Savior. And then we will be reminded of the fact that God rules and that we also rule with him as co-regents. God's creation is also our creation. We may rule together with him. The earth, therefore, does not belong to the powers that be, the worldly powers that be. The world belongs to those who create it. It does not belong to the big shots who run the great conglomerates or the powerful, powerful governments of the earth. No, the catechism teaches us our something which will happen only after Christ returns in the clouds. No, it's the case right now. It's our creation. And that is why God the Father involves us totally in this work of creation. For when God created, he did not just leave that creation to fend for himself. No, he is and remains actively involved in it. this is a reality right now. Also, that is not something for the future. 
set apart, that you have in purity. And also that is not just something that is weak. That can be addressed by ourselves. And speaking of the Holy Spirit and our sanctification, we confess that the Holy Spirit makes us a little bit more holy day after day after day. Every day the Holy Spirit burns away a little bit of our Thank you. 
struggles with these things. And that's understandable. But the Bible is and tells us why. Why? Well, let's look at verse 34 for a moment. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is merciful and one. And you might say, in the New Testament, Paul says to the Christians under the Galatian kingdom, yet there is, yet for us there is but one God, the Father from whom all things and by whom we live. Christians knew that the Lord God is one. And yet in spite of this, the catechumens have much to try to explain to us how the one God can be supposedly three. We think we know. But how can the catechumens explain this? Is it even necessary? Because this our conception is of the Word of God. All we are doing is repeating what God says in His Word. Yet, a lot of ancestors say we know this even better than that. The explanation is given that God is one in essence, and yet that we as Christians think that His Word
they use very well what Christ claims. They use that newly used knowledge of God. For example, when Christ says to the paralyzed man in Matthew 9, 32, that his sins are forgiven, then the Pharisees say, this fellow is blasphemous. For they knew very well that only God can forgive sins. They also knew that by saying these things, Christ himself understood his level with God. That is why they were also so annoyed with him when they say to him in John 10, verse 15, We are not sworn of you for any other reason but for blasphemy, because you and him are speaking of God. They knew exactly where he was coming from. They knew exactly what he was saying, that he claimed himself to be God, which he was. And it's for that reason that they crucified him. They did not want to understand the mystery of the body of Christ. Such knowledge is mystical to Satan. They did not want to be held responsible to God himself, so they rejected Jesus as the Son of God and brought him back to Satan. Because he was God, of the Holy Spirit, who is at the same time to be God. Christ goes back to his own place of eternity. He goes back to heaven. And there around the throne of God, the whole church of God sits around the silver throne, as the scripture declare in Revelation 4.15. And the whole church sings together their praise to God and to Christ, you are worthy, our Lord God, to receive glory and
triune God alone belongs the power and the might and the glory forever. Amen.